As cases of COVID-19 drop to near record lows, many of us hope another round of boosters will keep that trend going. But the pace of vaccine uptake is slowing, with some questioning if a fourth dose is even necessary. Here to explore the debate and what we can expect moving forward are two infectious diseases experts, Dr. Perley Chong and Dr. Ruben Arasaratnam. Glad you could both join us. Dr. Arasaratnam, does our body respond differently to each dose of the COVID-19 vaccine that we receive? What these additional doses do is basically restore or waken up the immune system so that it is ready to fight COVID-19. Dr. Chong, we've learned a lot from the studies coming out of Israel throughout the pandemic. And earlier this year, we saw that uh, some of the data around that second booster suggested that the antibody response, the immune response after that second booster might be different than after the first booster and might trail off a bit more quickly. What are you hearing? More than 600,000 persons were vaccinated in the first study from Israel, and the side effects were pretty similar, mostly mild to moderate local side uh, injection side reactions. Systemic reactions may occur, such as chills, fatigue, um, swollen lymph nodes, but they tend to be transient. I think what question is on everybody's minds is the effect of duration of protection. Um, and we really are trying to figure that out still. Based on what we know so far, it seems like between four to five months is the optimal timing between booster shots thus far. New evidence might emerge and may change that recommendation. The COVID protection from booster shots lasts beyond the antibody levels dropping. And that's because parts of our immune system, such as B cells and T cells, are really not measured and not readily available clinically. So it's not just the antibody levels. Dr. Arasaratnam, between the, the first booster shot and now with the availability of the second booster shot, many of my friends, many of my patients have had COVID-19. What's your advice for them about whether or not a booster shot is necessary? If they are healthy, with no chronic medical conditions, not on any immunosuppressive agents or immunosuppressing conditions, I do think it's reasonable for wait for a period of three to four months until there is a little bit more data out there and um, a more informed choice can be made. Dr. Chong, boosters have been particularly important for patients, for people who are immunocompromised. What should they be thinking about um, with this latest recommendations around booster doses? And uh, should they get one now? Should they just wait? My advice to all of my immunocompromised patients is to strongly consider getting the second booster shot. And the rationale behind that recommendation is simply because the benefits that one derives from the second booster shot outweighs the potential risks. Dr. Arasaratnam, many people are thinking about vacation planning and should they get the booster closer to the time where they might depart for a vacation? Do you have advice for them? If you are someone who at this very moment is living in an area that has very low levels of COVID transmission, you're uh, healthy, you've already got your first booster, and you know that you might be traveling in the next couple of months or in the summer to an area that might put you at high risk, I think in those circumstances, it's not unreasonable to, to wait and consider a, a second booster at a later point. Dr. Chong, with the most recent recommendations around the second booster, many people who were young and healthy that qualify based on age but don't have a lot of other medical conditions are, are wondering what to do. What would you suggest? I would suggest that they get fully vaccinated and get one booster dose. 
To date, um, the single booster dose continues to provide high levels of protection against severe disease from COVID-19. Dr. Arasratnam, we're at UT Southwestern this week, we're seeing about 75% of our COVID tests being positive for the BA2 variant. Um, how should we be thinking about that piece of data when we're thinking about recommendations around booster shots? The characteristics of this subvariant are that um, it is uh, more transmissible, but vaccines are still very effective against protecting from severe disease from the subvariant. The recommendation would be to um, get vaccinated if you haven't, and that first booster is, is still incredibly important if you haven't got that first booster. Dr. Chong, many people are wondering what the future will hold in terms of needing boosters forever. How do you think this will play out? We'll be always receiving a, a, an annual vaccine or semi-annual vaccine in terms of booster doses, or do you think this will eventually, um, this requirement will go away? My suspicion is that there are probably two keys to the path out of this pandemic. Uh, the first of which is we actually need better antivirals that wouldn't uh, be plagued with problems in terms of accessibility. The second, unfortunately, has to do with boostering. It may be that initially, uh, when COVID cases are still present, that we may need to get boosters more frequently. And ultimately, this may fall to more of the flu shot model where we get it once a year. Dr. Arasaratnam, as we begin to look towards the summer, will we see a rise in cases as we're seeing in some of the cities uh, across the country? As long as we have virus circulating anywhere, we are a global community and variants can crop up. And I would say that we should take the opportunity to review our vaccination status and carefully consider the boosters and be prepared for whatever may come. And thankfully, throughout this pandemic, we've learned to be prepared and also put in systems in place to detect when surges can happen and adjust our vaccination strategies and antiviral strategies as needed. I want to thank both of you for joining us today. Um, this is an evolving story with the boosters. We've had a lot of great questions from our viewers, and we appreciate the great content from both of you in answering those. Thank you, Dr. Warner. Thank you for having us. Until next episode, stay safe and stay healthy.